Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Colin Matthews. And I'm June Camp. And on this Friday evening of December 5th, we'll be discussing Queen Elizabeth II. Uh, so, she was born on the 21st of April, 1926, and she was coronated on the 2nd of June in 1953. She has reigned for 65 years and continues to do so. She's currently the longest, longest reigning monarch. Um, so, she's the daughter of Prince Albert, and uh, also Queen Elizabeth II rules quite a few countries and territories, like including Australia, Canada, Jamaica, and so forth, as you know, they're like colonies of theirs yeah basically some rather strange powers come with reigning over the uk however some of these include ownership of all the dolphins in british waters owning all the swans in british streams and not being required to drive with a license i mean convenient right i guess but when concerning politics she doesn't really have as much control like she can approve and sign laws and whatnot but it's she's considered neutral politically all right so even if she's politically neutral, can she be, like, you know, considered a hero or, like, a villain? Because, you know, the whole point of this sort of analysis, is she really a hero or a villain? A rather hard question, I would have to say, to give a definitive answer to. You know, due to her limited ability to actually do anything as a monarch, as it's been, you know, toned down throughout the years. Now, one of the things that actually might be able to somewhat influence this, influence this answer or give us insight is Brexit. So, uh, Brexit is a pretty controversial issue that's going on in the UK, which is basically involving the UK leaving the EU. And there's usually if something goes on amongst like the, um, just like Parliament or whatever, uh, argument spikes and so forth. Yeah, just because it's, um, you know... It's, taking so long yeah. to do so as well um yeah, yeah two sides of the issue and if someone disagrees it, yeah basically yeah um yeah so another one of her recent decisions her approving the suspension of parliament has opened her up to some criticism um but i think it's more rather um just a decision she's made just your normal political uh banter rather than some somebody actually not liking her um so yeah while some criticize her for this i i don't think it's enough to call her a villain uh a poll taken a few years back on what people thought of her public image returned with a 90 percent approval rate um and there is however some bias with this poll the ideas of the 10 percent of people who didn't approve her public image weren't actually shown in the article so yeah um, disapproval of the Queen, um, the UK actually as a whole more specifically, um, has actually been shown in song being God Save the Queen by Sex Pistols. Uh, some of the lyrics include, there is no future in England's dreaming, and the fascist regime, they made you a moron. A particular song actually spiked the outrage for many, um, with the song being censored almost everywhere imaginable in the UK. Yeah, Even with the song being censored uh it still made one of the charts for top songs of the time uh people censoring it were clearly very biased decision to do so i mean why did the band even hate the uk one i ask uh the answer appears to be them judging the lifestyle she lives told in terms of being told what to do i still find it crazy the amount of censorship that went on and like still the amount of people that were listening to it it just seems crazy but you know Alright, so due to the limited uh, political decisions that she makes, it's hard to call her a villain just because, you know, she can't really do much that will actually change or cause, you know, 
people to view her badly. And for the Brexit thing, she was actually approving of, I think it was like one of the legislators or something. He had requested her to approve something, which was suspending parliament. And I guess she had gone through with that. So that's just what that was explaining. But, um, so with like the limited political power that she has, it's pretty hard to call her a villain, which is why we, we view her as a hero. So most people's opinions are based off of, off of her personal life, which makes her more of a celebrity than a real political figure, which is, you know, I agree with that. So the power of the hierarchy has changed that makes her less of a pure political figure. She's been in power since the fall of the British Empire, and Britain gave independence to many of its colonies. This might have led to some negative feelings towards those colonies, but Queen Elizabeth II wasn't really the one who conquered those colonies, so they might feel gratitude towards her for freeing them. Yeah, um, I, I'd say in terms of popularity, I'd say she's actually a very popular monarch. And a very popular person in general. Uh, one might think that uh, kings and queens wouldn't have been so popular as their um, sort of dictator-like... Um, the dictator like like ruling type but you know as a reduced power she's nothing more than like let's say the emperor of japan she's nothing more than like really a symbolic figurehead with limited powers i guess and that's calling upon what's called upon like by the parliament member powerful but not like decision making powerful in a sense yeah she she can't just do whatever she wants in the country as in doing that and that's and that's why that's what leads to um in terms of her being actually a hero versus her being a villain um i would definitely have to call her a hero i don't think really anyone would call her a villain unless they were you know in spite from some sort of like sort of a backstory kind of thing like oh they did this to me in the in the back so i hate every royal bloodline person and it would have to be some very very specific thing um that would really make them call her a villain and it's definitely a very small minority opinion yeah and Um, like just to like expand on that i think i don't know if we had mentioned this earlier but mainly the people who like have bad opinions or dislike like you know the queen to have to do with like how she lives and like the revenue that she takes in and whatnot the money that's being used which i mean it makes sense but then again it's royal bloodline like you're gonna it's gonna cost some money with the way she yeah. lives and it's and it's sort of keeping up tradition to do that um i mean the queen herself and all of her sort of like the the buildings that she owns and all that stuff it's the royal buildings that people can tour through they're, they're just tourist attractions they they generate a lots of lots of revenue anyway so i would say that easily could balance it out and, and that kind of thing you know if they actually own it it could uh, easily pay for most of the um expenses of the royal family yeah and i do agree with you with all of that uh i agree that she has she doesn't have she hasn't done really many bad things to earn the title of a villain which makes her a hero in the history books even if she didn't do many good things to make it a landslide decision as a symbolic leader with very uh little political powers she can't do much wrong in her position really i mean she makes like yes or no answers you can't really call her uh, like hero or villain for that but you know so, but I also can't make massive decisions. They'll be known throughout time, which is like basically that. Uh, so yeah, well, I think that does it for this analysis. Thank you everyone for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week. All right, catch you guys later.